I really upset everybody in the event. Now, it was true, but I think that some people don't like the truth. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. It's great to have you back here. Before we get into today's episode and I tell you about how I upset everyone at our recent event, I, I guess it didn't upset everybody, it upset some people. I could see their faces shift. But before I get into that, I just wanted to say a massive thank you to all of the driven individuals in our community who have been sharing this podcast just over the last week. I've watched our numbers increase dramatically. So a massive thank you to all of those who have been sharing it. I asked in the last couple of podcast episodes if our community was up for the challenge, which was sharing this podcast or the podcast at least once in the next week or so on their social media channels, or at least telling one friend or one family member to listen to the podcast. And it was really cool. I got a couple of messages from people saying that some people from the community have gone out there and told them to listen to the podcast. And so they sent me a message on my Instagram and Facebook and said, thank you. They're really enjoying it. And let me know uh, those of you out there who have been sharing the podcast as well. So, um, you know, a massive thank you to all of the community. I really want to get this podcast into the hands of more people because I think the majority of business owners really, really struggle both mentally, emotionally, and they also struggle to get the results that they want and to create that operational freedom in their business where they can do what they're highly skilled at. And the reason why I think that that happens quite a lot is that most business owners feel all alone and they try to do everything themselves and they try to figure out everything themselves along the way. And I wanted to create this podcast to be able to help those and also share my experiences and my journey along the path as well of business ownership and entrepreneurship. Also, I wanted to share some of the top mindset tips, tools, and hacks from studying for the last almost 20 years working with people, but also working with some of the greatest performers in the country, if not the world, from world champion athletes to entrepreneurs and business owners and some rich listers and all of those types of people that I've coached and the tens of thousands of people that have come to my events over the last you know decade or so. So anyway, just wanted to say a massive thank you before we get started. But anyway, let's get into how I upset people at our Business Growth Odyssey event. Now, we were talking about attraction and repulsion strategies in business and why they're so important. Now, when you're really who you are, so in your own life, you will know that when you're yourself, you will piss people off. And that's just because sometimes people don't like the color of your hair, the color of your skin. They don't like the fact that you're male or female or whatever gender you are. And so naturally, you're just going to upset people by just being yourself. But what I've learned is that you're better off upsetting people by being yourself because then you'll be satisfied with who you are as an individual. And the more you live your own life and you implement a lot of the tools that I teach at Thrive Time by getting clear with your mission, your purpose, your values, and the other three pillars in life, the more you do that, the more confident you become in yourself. And the more you realize you are who you are, and even when people judge you and criticize you, you're just being yourself. And that's a great gift because it just gives you so much self-belief and self-power. And I think a lot of people like that. So what I was talking about was that in business, it's the same. You need to have an attraction strategy to attract the right clients, but also to the repulse the wrong people. Because if you start bringing in the wrong clientele, it starts to create a distortion in your community, and it also doesn't create a great culture. And a lot of businesses out there try to please everybody. And because of that, they just automatically fall into a category of a shit culture. I was talking to someone the other day who works in a trade-based business. And I was saying this to them. And I was working with them on this process 
because in their business, they keep attracting some of the right customers, some of the wrong customers, but they don't really have a culture. They have some of the right staff, some of the wrong staff, and then they sort of attract all different types. And so they just really don't have a really strong, great culture where people rave about them. Now, if you think about your favorite sporting team, people argue over whether your team's better, whether their team's better, and they'll argue. Now, with sport, I'm, I would assume that the majority of people who are listening to this aren't professional athletes, which then means that you can't change the game. You have no impact on the game itself. So therefore you buy a beanie, you buy a scarf, you buy the Guernsey or the, the t-shirt or whatever with a logo on it. And you say, you know, we won. But the truth is you didn't do shit. You just sat in the grandstands and drank beer and ate hot dogs or whatever the fuck you're eating. You don't really do anything. So it's not we, they, it's them, they won. And they played the game. So you can't really influence that. Now in your own life, you can influence your own game of life. You can't influence how other people judge you and how other people criticize you and so on. Well, I guess you can. But at the same time, should you be changing who you are in order to please other people who may not be your type of people? Now, the point that I'm trying to make is that all sporting teams have an attraction strategy and a repulsion strategy. If you're part of that team and that community, you will say, we won the grand final, we lost. And so you'll feel like you're part of something. You buy the hat and you buy the beanie and you feel like you're part of that community. Now, in your own life, if you don't naturally attract the right people into your life, you'll attract all types of people and they may be the wrong people. And so therefore you don't have a strong culture. And that's why sporting teams and sporting associations have strong cultures because that culture itself creates an attraction strategy to attract the right people into their community. But also everybody else who is against your team will be repulsed by your team. And this is why people argue. I hear it all the time when I go to cafes and stuff, I sit there and I listen to people bag other sporting teams. They go, oh, they're shit and they did this and then they give each other a bit of crap. Especially in Australia, we tend to banter in the US do it as well, where we have a bit of banter and we give crap to other people's teams and tell them how shit they are and how crap they played on the weekend and why they're not gonna win the grand final. And they do it with absolute belief and conviction. Why? because that team has culture. Now in your own life, if you want to, great, to create a great culture around you and you want to create great people around you and you want to build a great business, you have to have an attraction strategy, but you also have to understand that you're going to repulse a lot of people. Now, if we go to, let's say the AFL and you've got, uh, I, I don't even know how many teams are in the AFL anymore, but um, that's the Australian Football League for those who are listening overseas. Let's say there's 18 teams. Uh, I believe there's 18 teams. I haven't watched the AFL for many, many years. I grew up watching it and I grew up playing it, but I just haven't watched it for many, many years. Now I focus on other things. But let's say there's 18 teams teams. If you support your team, you love one team, which means that there are 17 other teams that hate you, okay, or don't like you. And that's normal. Now in your own life, that same thing can happen that when you are who you are, there are going to be a lot of other people who don't like you, who don't understand you, who don't agree with you. And that's completely normal. That's part of creating a culture. But when you believe in what you do and what you stand for and who you are, you also have the right people around you who love you, support you and want to get the best out of you. Now, why is this important? How did I upset people at the event? What I realized years ago was that when I'm coaching someone, I don't need to be friends with them. My self-worth doesn't come from my clientele. Okay, My self-worth comes from creating a great result for my clients. By being a great coach, sometimes I have to piss people off and I upset people. Why? Because I hold them accountable. I push them outside of their comfort zone. I hold them accountable to their goals and their dreams and what they want. And sometimes I've got to have harsh conversations with them. Sometimes we get into arguments and things like that or heated discussions over certain topics 
because I have to do that in order to hold them accountable and get the best result out of them. The same as if you're a parent. You know, I see a lot of parents out there who want to be friends with their kids and that's cool. But would you rather be friends with your kids and then have them be feral because you're always giving them what they want? Or would you prefer to have amazing kids because you hold them accountable and push them to be better and push them to get great results that are important to them in life? Not where you're projecting your insecurities and shit onto them, but where you know who they are as people and you try to get the best out of them. Okay, by understanding their values and their mission in life and their purpose and all of those types of things. So what I said was, and this is what a few people got upset about. They didn't really get upset. It's just, I saw it in their face, like their whole facial expression changed and shifted. Now, if you've ever spoken in front of a large audience, you'll notice that you'll be able to see these things really well from up on stage. So I just said that I don't really care about creating friends in my community. We have a friendly community, especially at our events like Business Odyssey or Thrive Time. A lot of people tend to go out and I'll go out with them and we go out for dinner or you know they'll go out and have a glass of wine or a lot of our community hang out with each other because business ownership is very tough. And if you're not surrounding yourself with growth-driven people, then it can be a bit of a struggle. And there are a lot of business owners over the years that I've met who said that their business and entrepreneurial journey feels very lonely and they feel like they're isolated and all alone and most people don't understand. That's why I also created that community so that they're surrounded by people who do understand and who go through this stuff and can help each other and support each other. But anyway, I just said in the event that it was more important for me for my clients to like themselves and to love themselves more than I give a shit about them liking or loving me. And my goal is to get the best out of them and the best results so that they can look in the mirror every night and be proud of themselves and the efforts that they put in. And so, you know, when I said that I didn't really care whether I whether my clients like me or not or whether they were my friends, I could see a few fe- people's facial features just shift and change because we do have quite a friendly community and everyone seems to get along reasonably well, especially for those who come to those types of events because they're more of our advanced events. So they've been in the community for a little while or you know, been watching what I what I do for a little bit or listening to the podcast and so on. But I just found it really fascinating and interesting that so many people have this need to be liked and they have this need to want to be friends with everybody. And it normally comes at a cost or a huge expense. And that expense is the expense or the cost of their own self-worth their own self-love, their own self-respect and their own results in life because they're too busy trying to please everybody else, especially their customers, friends, family and people around them instead of just doing the right thing by themselves. But by doing that as well, inspiring those around them to keep stepping up and doing greater things. So I really want to talk about that today because if this is resonating with you, it might be worthwhile to having a little, having a little bit of reflection time to really reflect on, are you trying to be friendly with everybody and trying to be liked by everybody? And if so, why? Why is it important for you to be liked by everybody? Is it that you're insecure? Is it that you know you want all everybody to talk nice about you? Is it that you want everybody to talk nice about your business? And if so, what do you think that you're getting out of it? You know, a lot of business owners out there think that if everyone talks nice about their business, then they have a great business. But normally what you'll find is that when you have a business where you please everybody and everybody's pleased, that no one talks about your business. Some of the craziest businesses out there have the craziest customers, but those crazy customers are diehard supporters. Apple is a great example of that. Nike is a great example of that. You know, some people will say Nike make the shit of shoes and other people say, you know, they wouldn't buy anything else apart from Nikes. So it all depends. I think that if you've got a great culture, your supporters and the people around you will be a little bit crazy and a little bit intense. And that's a, that's a good thing, but it will also create crazy people on the other side who dislike what you do. And that's completely normal and completely fine. The key is, I guess, that both of them are talking and some people will talk and say they hate your stuff, which is great because that's essentially marketing. Over the years, I've actually had plenty of people message me and say that 
someone that they knew was talking shit about what we do or that they hated the podcast or that it was crap or I swear too much or blah, blah, blah. And they go and check out what I do and then they like it. So these are people that have been told that what I do is crap, but then they go and check out what I do and eventually they become clients just because it resonates with them, but maybe it didn't resonate with their friends. So anyway, this is just something to think about Driven Mofos. I hope that this helps. Keep pushing hard in life. And if you haven't already done so, please jump across to our Facebook group, the No BS Business Hacks for Driven Mofos on Facebook. This month, I'm talking about mindset and motivation. The month of September, we are doing mindset and motivation month. So I'm gonna keep dropping stuff. It is that time of year, especially down here in South Australia, where it is springtime. And so I know that there are a lot of people out there who are starting to get a bit more motivated to get out and do things. So I thought what a perfect time to rejig and retweak our mindset. So it's a perfect time in there for business owners and non-business owners as well to get re-inspired, re-motivated, to start to get their focus back again and start to push hard after winter. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Also remember, please remember to tell somebody about this podcast this week at some point. Just share it if you can in some way, shape or form, whether it be on social media, whether it be uh, just telling someone that you work with, check out this podcast or listen to it. It makes a massive difference and the more people we can get this out to, the better for everybody. Anyway, have a great day, Driven Mofos, and I really appreciate each and every one of you for listening to this podcast and for being part of our amazing Driven Mofo community. Anyway, keep pushing hard driven mofos. Have a great day.